Welcome to the Stellar Labs podcast, Future Learning Today. At Stellar Labs, our mission is to bust the technology skills crunch with effective, measurable, engaging training. We consult on, design, and deliver the technical and people skills and competencies you need in business. In these podcasts, you'll hear from industry experts and practitioners from the worlds of technology and training. They'll share their experience, insights, and inspiration, and their visions for the future with you. Keep listening to start your future learning here today. Hello, I'm Stella Collins, Chief Learning Officer at Stella Labs. Today's podcast episode was recorded live at the Learning Technologies Conference 2020. Sharon Claffy kalubi has a new role as VP North America at Learning Pool. An award-winning expert in the business of L&D, she's also a passionate advocate of women in learning, and that's what she's been talking to me about at Learning Technologies. And Sharon, it's really lovely to have you here. How are you? Oh, thank you. I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much. Great. So, um, Sharon, these podcasts are just an opportunity to talk about things we're passionate about, talk about things we're interested in, and I know you've been um, really influential in the, the women in learning movement, so I'd love to hear a little bit more about you know, what you're doing, what you found, what we can expect for the future. Oh, super. Um, so I'd say hashtag women in learning uh, really started in maybe around the mid to late 2000s, 2010-ish or so. I personally got involved um, at learning 2013 in the States. Um, from that, quite a bit of discussion was done on the statistics of where women are at in the industry. You go to a lot of events, speak to a lot of folks, and they say there's a lot of women in this industry. However, in about 2015, Don Taylor had done statistics on um, where are their roles? Where do we have most of the population? Well, most of the population for men to women is there's two to three women coming into this industry to every one man. However, when you get to those senior layer roles, SVP, CLO, senior executive roles, the numbers flip to two to three men to every one woman. So at that point, um, the importance of us talking about this topic, uh, increasing awareness, and then most recently saying, we're going beyond the panel as we are today at the uh, conference. We're doing workshops. We're creating strategies for empowerment. And we're really trying to move the needle. Excellent. And, and what's been your sort of... Um key takeaway so far from what you've done so far or been experiencing so far? Um, <clears throat> we're not alone. Um, through the years doing the panels, um, men have been a key source to success. So in no way is this excluding uh, men out of the conversation. Um, at times, there's been HBR articles stating that, you know, when there's one woman at the top, they're not really promoted to bring up other ladies. So we're trying to shift that mindset create great role modeling, and um, really get the industry to take a hold of this so that individually we are pushing it further and creating greater equality. Um, a last note is, too, this is not just to be nice. This is very profitable. There's um, strategic strategies in investment management that support this and illustrate that companies that are led or where you have women on boards or they have equal numbers do financially better than companies that do not. 
That's really interesting. And I, and I know men are really important for this. Um, I was asking Andrew Jacobs yesterday if he'd be on this this podcast. And having only started the podcast at LT this week, his his strap line was, I will as soon as you've got the exact number of women on, or at least equal numbers of women on the podcast as men. At that point, I just happened to have only interviewed two men. So I was like, but we will have women, Andrew. And he was like, not until you've got that number of women. Wow. So I think I can go back and ask him now because we've now got probably more women on the um, that we've interviewed. But wow. uh, I thought that was a really strong and interesting stand from him that really, really, it was an easy thing to do. And it's a one man stand, but wow. uh, I thought it was really impressive. Um, yeah, what I saw even at Learning 2019 is Nigel Payne had uh, Dr. Celine Mullins up on the main stage. If not for him pulling it, and Don Taylor, I, I'm sure was involved with that as well. If not for them pulling it up there and um, this being the original Elliot Macy event years ago, I don't think we would have even had the amount of women up there. Um, the numbers were lopsided, but it was really cool to see that it took someone influential like Nigel to get a woman up on the main stage. Pretty it would be great to have an influential woman up there influencing, getting people <laughs> yes. on the main stage. That would be really cool. We'll do that too. I'm sure they're worried, but yeah, not enough, not enough. <laughs> and just thinking a little bit about that, um, you know, that sort of the financial uh, benefits from having women. What do you think it is that maybe women do differently or maybe bring to the, bring to the occasion? Um, I don't even know if they do it differently because what they're doing differently, um, the way that we act, uh, men and women are different. Um, it, it just, oh, it's, it's such a confusing question because we question ourselves. So that would even be a question that a man wouldn't even handle as, as coming their way. So I think what we're saying is try to be your authentic self without um, upsetting the apple cart too much. If you do, just note you may need to leave your current job, company, position in order to get where you need to go. And that's, that's a scary thing that um, we're seeing that there's greater success in knowing that you're at the right place and you're at a place that values. Um, another thing is partnering up. And that's what we're doing better as well. The Hashtag Women Learning uh, group is now being co-founded with Kate Graham. And we have at least 8 to 12 women that we're saying champion this. This is no one woman's initiative, but it is women that have to take it and make the change happen. Yeah. And I think there is something that women particularly are quite good at collaboration, I think. I think it's a, you often see it that women will say, oh, I, you know, I can help. Oh, we had a conversation last week with um, Jane Franklin, who's a cybersecurity specialist. And um, we were wanting her to, to participate on our advisory board now for various reasons. She can't do that. But uh, what could have been a sort of competitive competition turned into, well, I can't do that for you, but let's keep talking. Let's collaborate. Let's share. Let's um, promote what each other do. So it was, you know, it was a, turned out into a really positive conversation. And I think that's something that huge. I think I really value from, from working with huge. other women as, as well as men. Some men are great at that too. Yeah. Um, one thing, though, that we've noted is women tend to be um, stereotypically uh, get along in the States better at school. Uh, better students. Now, in school, in the States at least, if you collaborate, what is that called? Cheating. So women do not come out with the ability to say, hey, this is what it's all about. I want to cheat my way to the top. No. So um, I've noticed when I worked with young grads coming out of university to kind of retrain their mindset that it's okay to lean in, to ask for help, to collaborate. And um, I always found that in incredibly interesting. Another neat observation was the fact that um, most of the women that were at the senior level had done some sort of sports 
in their life. And there was a Forbes article saying that 94% of C-suite women had all played a sport. Now, it doesn't mean you're Olympic level. It may just mean that you might have picked it up um, in your teens. You might have picked it up as a young child. But there's something about that that gives you maybe a grit and a resilience that if you don't have it, it just makes it a bit more difficult. That's really interesting. The sport could be so many things, couldn't it? It could, it could be. be that you learn to work in teams better. Are, are we talking team sports or any sport? I think it's any because um, even as an individual uh, sport athlete, uh, the team part of it always thrilled me, going to the club, going to meet and create relationships with people you want to tear apart on the on the fencing strip <laughs> or you know on the field. Uh, I think another tactic that you gain from sports is keeping it on the field. And that is, you know, if there's any... Uh, confrontation, you let it sit there, you deal with it, you see who wins, and then you respect your opponent when you leave. That's a really interesting way of looking at it. I really, really like that, Sharon. <laughs> Different. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And possibly also, you talked about sort of the grit, resilience stuff. Maybe that's because sport does make you physically stronger. And I, you know, have a very strong belief that, you know, physical strength and mental strength can can go right. together. I think right. they are. They are and I'd say if you hadn't done sport, now is not too late pick it up. Um, I became a new learner going back and trying out a um, new sport, a pickleball. It's I, I don't even know how to describe the sport. It doesn't matter. But being really bad at something and having to learn as people in L&D is quite the education. And seeing how that goes about is a real nice lesson too. So pick up a sport now, even if you haven't done one before. And I, I guess I'd say um, also pick up a language because I'm trying to learn Flemish at the moment. And it's a great lesson in oh my goodness, this is what it feels like to be, you know, kind of level 101, yes. um, where you just, the other day I was having a conversation with, uh, with a very, very helpful young lady. And I just, you know, I got through kind of about three questions and then I was like, I've completely run out of vocabulary now. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. Yeah. So Sharon, it's been really, really interesting to talk to you. Thank you very much for you. joining us today. And uh, I look forward to hearing what's happening with Women in Learning. And I think we're off to a session later on at lunchtime. Yes, I can highly wait. Thanks so much. <laughs> Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please share it with your friends and colleagues and visit our website, stellalabs.eu, to learn more about what we do and how we do it. Tune into the next episode.